We are going to be learning Lukuti Sichas Chelek Tazvav, the first Sicha on Parshas Nayach. It's a Rashi Sicha, a very fascinating Sicha on Shutisha Mikra. Sivalov. Benegel Lahem Shechzman, Binyan Ateva Ide Nayach, Isa the Medrash, Meab Esmashana Haimishtadu Bazeh, Kach Mevi Rashi Purusha Latera. Regarding the length of time it took Nayach to build the Teva, the Medrash tells us it took him 120 years. And also Rashi brings this idea in the Torah that it was 120 years he was building the Teva. So the Sarach Lahavin, Al Mevalama, Nishtad Nayach, Meshach Zman Rav, Kokach Binyan Ateva. So Shaila is, why did it take Noyach so long to build a Teva? Why didn't he fill the command that Hashem gave him that you should make a Teva of Atzi Goifer Bezrizus? Right, Hashem tells you to make the Teva, he should have done it right away. Why is it taking him 120 years? Uh, there's some, Befrat, especially since this is for the purpose of saving him, and thereby, through him being saved, that saves the human race. So Rashi doesn't answer this question, even Beremis. So the question is, why did Noyach take 120 years to build the Teva? It should have taken him a lot quicker. Hashem gives you a command, you start working on it right away, so it should have been a much faster completion date. And this, that Rashi doesn't answer it, then we know the rule that if Rashi doesn't answer, it must be so clear from the Psukim or from earlier Purushim and Rashi, that um, we can get get an answer from it. But first, the Rebbe is going to try some basic some answers and show how the these Balabatish answers don't work. So one answer is you'll just say, yeah, you're right. I <laughs> did the wrong thing. You should have done a bizrizus. You didn't do well. And he took 120 years. He says that doesn't work because the the pasuk told us that he was a tzaddik a tamim. He says, We know that Rashi brings two opinions. One opinion is he was a tzaddik, he was a tam, but only relative to his generation. But relative to the generation of Avraham, he would have been, we wouldn't have been considered such a great tzaddik. So maybe according to that opinion, you know, he did the command of Hashem, but he took his time. He says, No, even according to that opinion, you can't give such a pshat, because Harbin Yehel, the Binyan HaTeva, the Saim HaKasav HaMadgish, V'yas, Noyach Kechol Asher Tziva Oisa Lekim Kenasa. He says, regarding this detail, the Pasuk is clear that Noyach did everything that Hashem commanded him. So did he do. So it's understood that this command, Noyach fulfilled it in its most complete form, with all of its details. So that answer wouldn't work, because we know that Noyach did it properly. So if it took him 120 years, then obviously that was the right thing for him to do. But the question is, why? Shouldn't he have done it quicker? Second answer, maybe. Second answer, maybe you could say is that since Hashem told him that he's going to uh, extend his anger, meaning is he'll be patient for another 120 years, because maybe the people of that generation will do tshuva. So why did Noyach work on building the Teva right away? Because he knew that he had 120 years. I why push off the command of Hashem? Very simply, he wasn't pushing it off just for the sake of being lazy. He was pushing it off because he was busy doing something else. He was busy trying to awaken them to do tshuva. And especially, the Rebbe points out, that if they would have done, done tshuva, he wouldn't even need, need the Teva. So Shem comes, tells him that he's going to give him, uh, he has to build a table, and also tells him that he's going to be Marach for another 120 years. So he stood for that, that he has the opportunity to get them to do Shuva. So the first thing he starts working on is something which is, you know, relevant to the hour, which is get them to do Shuva. Because if they do Shuva, you won't need the table. And only when it gets closer to the time period, you know, let's say it takes five years to build a table. So five years, a year 115, that's when he'll start building because that's when it, that will become relevant. But until that, he'll work in Shuvah. Maybe that would be the Pshat. Never says you can't say that for a few reasons. Shechein. Reason number one. Aleph. Kevin Shibitziva say lecha gaimer lay namer calls man and way lahashlam seteva. Moving shahayalav la say say spehektim hachari. He says very simply, there was a command Hashem gave him. Hashem says you should make for the teva. Hashem didn't tell him you should have a teva completed at the point of 120 years. Hashem told, came and told him, build a teva. So 
so therefore he should build it right away. Like he's making chashbonus. Oh, I also have to get them to tshuva, and the table only takes five years to make. Therefore, I'm going to push it off to year 115. That's not what Hashem told him. Hashem t- didn't tell him that the mitzvah is to have it completed by year 120. All Hashem told him was that you have to build the teva. So it doesn't. There's no reason or, or time frame that Hashem gave him. So there, therefore, the default is you got to do it right away. And since we know that Noyach fulfilled this commandment in its most complete form, it doesn't say that he pushed off the fulfilling the mitzvah, even if it was in order to awaken them to do tshuva. Right? Meaning is, even if you say maybe he had a good reason, he pushed it off because he was trying to get them to do tshuva, therefore he pushed off the mitzvah. But you can't say that, because then it wouldn't have said that Noyach did everything Hashem commanded him regarding building the teva. You could say that Hashem Noyach was maybe a tzaddik and he he went down as his nefesh and he pushed things off for the sake of his, the people of the generation. But the Pasik doesn't say that. Pasik says he did, he did this commandment in the most complete form. So that means that in the building of the Teva itself, um, independent of, of the idea of Truva, this was also in the most complete form. So therefore, that answer wouldn't work for that reason. A, again, the most important point is because Hashem told him to build the Teva, therefore the command would be do it right away. And base. He says this also only explains why Neich was able to push off the building of the Teva to the closer to the, the, the time, the end of the 120 years. And as we said, Ben Taim, during that period, he will designate and, and utilize his time to get his people to do Tshuva. But that only explains why he could have pushed it off. But it doesn't explain why he was actually working on it for 120 years. Meaning is, if the whole purpose was, I'm going to push off uh, building the myth, building the teva, because I have something else I need to work on, which is the idea of being awakening my generation to do tshuva, that he should have been doing tshuva, getting them to do tshuva 115 years. And the last five years, that's when you start. But why would he start building the teva right away? And, you know, work on it very slowly for 120 years. And the reason why he's working so slowly because he's spending most of his time to do, get the people to do tshuva. He should have just, it's, it's the necessity, you know, the, the midst of the hour, the necessity of the hour is to get them to do tshuva, focus completely on that. And only when it became relevant if that, uh, to, to start building the teva, if that was his logic. Why start building it right away and just do it in a very slow way? Fine. So that answer also does not work. So Habir is at the Pashtasu. So the simple explanation why Noyach took 120 years. He says the Khaira. So the Rashi brings that the reason why um, Hashem gave him the command to build the Teva, even though L'chayr, Hashem could have, there's many different ways Hashem could have saved him from the Mabal. So why was Hashem burdening him with building this Teva? L'chayr, he could have had a much, he could have saved him in many, many different ways. That wouldn't have been such a um, burden on him. So the reason what Rashi brings is, is because it was important for the people of his generation to see him working on it. For 120 years, they come day after day, they see him working on it, and they ask them, what is this? What are you doing? So he says, the reason why I'm building on this, you know, I had a prophecy of Hashem, there's going to be a mabel, and he tells them what they're doing wrong and what they have to uh, do tshuva for, and possibly they actually would do tshuva. So, nimsa, shebin yonateva pulas neich la'iris anshidara la'tshuva inam shnein yonam nefrada mahay luhach. Atsam pulas abniya shalteva hoisan seil la'irin la'tshuva. So it comes out that the building of the teva and also the act of Noyach to awaken the people of his generation to do tshuva are not two separate ideas. Rather, they're one and the same. Through Noyach building the Teva, that was how he was going to get the people to do tshuva. And since that was the reasoning why he was supposed to make the Teva, meaning is bail the Teva so people will see you building it and therefore they'll come to do tshuva, move them. He says, and since the reasoning of Asilah Teva was in order to take a long time, in order to cause people to wonder, why is he building the Teva? And thereby, by seeing him, they will 
um, do tshuva, that means that the building of Teva in that way is the way how it's supposed to be. So it's not the opposite of Zuzus. On the contrary, this is how the mitzvah was supposed to be done. If you did it quickly, that would be wrong, because if the whole purpose was to do to get the people to do tshuva, and the longer it took, uh, the more times they'd ask you, and the more people would see, and the more of a tmiya, more of a wonder it would be. So if you did it really, really quick, then you're kind of messing up the mitzvah. Rather, the most complete way of doing the mitzvah is take 120 years, take as long as possible, and um, and thereby you'd be able to get them to do tshuva. So in other words, what we're basically saying, our question was, why is Noyach taking 120 years to do the mitzvah? Hashem told him, say lecha teva, do it as quickly as possible. So the answer that we're giving is that Hashem also told him the reason why he had to build the teva. The reason why he had to build the teva uh, was in order for him to get the people to do tshuva. So since Noyach knew that the purpose of building the teva was to get the people to do tshuva, so then he understood the best, the most uh, proper way to fulfill the mitzvah is to get the most and the largest amount of people to do tshuva, and that's by taking a much longer period of time. So that seems like a very nice answer. Avil, the Rebbe still has a question on that. He says, This is still not completely clear. He says, he says, in order to awaken the, the people of his generation to do tshuva, is really, and, and then coming to ask him, what is this? Like, what are you doing? He didn't actually need to take a long time to build the teva. All he needed to do was, he could have built the teva right away, and he keeps it, uh, you know, in front of his house. And every time someone passes by and they say, see this massive teva in front of his house, they ask, what is this? And he tells them, oh, the reason I have this teva built up is because, you know, we're uh, 90 years away from the marble, or 80 years away from the marble. And then 80 years from the marble, why is there going to be a marble? And then he, you know, goes into the whole um, reason why the marble will happen. Hopefully they do tshuva. So, in other words, to, just to explain the Rebbe's question another way, why we don't need to, we're assuming, we, what we know is that Hashem told him to build the Teva, and the Teva is supposed to be built, Hashem didn't give him a time frame, so automatically you're supposed to build it in the fastest way possible. So why didn't he build it in the fastest way possible? So we explain this because part of building the Teva was also to get the people to do Tshuva. So it's understood, we're saying part of the Mitzvah was to take a long time, because by seeing him building the Teva, thereby they'd come to do Tshuva. But the Rebbe says that's not actually true, because technically he could have built the teva right away, as the most simplistic meaning of those words would be, teva, make the teva, that was what Hashem told him to do. I, part of the purpose of the teva was to do tshuva, yeah, but that wasn't while he was building it. He could have had it built already, and then they'd come and ask him, why do you have a teva in your front yard? So, therefore, that answer that we're given is it actually doesn't work completely. That's what he's saying, it's not completely clear, because... He could have done the, the mitzvah in the most complete way, do it quickly, as the Pasuk said. I say lecha teva, make a teva, so do it as fast as possible. And the idea of tshuva is not intrinsic to the building, it's just intrinsic that the, once the teva is built, then he, they, he'd also, also be able to hire the people to do tshuva. So there's no reason to take 120 years to build a teva, he could have done it right away. And people would still ask him, why do you have this teva in your front yard? Therefore the Rebbe says, when came hadr kusha lodukhta, why did Noyach need to uh, delay the fulfillment of making the Teva uh, for a time period of 120 years, which is the opposite of Zeruzus in the most uh, complete way? When he was able to fulfill the mitzvah of Hashem and build the Teva, very quickly, and through having a built teva, that also would have awakened within his people the question, why are you doing this? What is this to you? So, so therefore the Rebbe says, we need to say like this. We're going to, this is the final answer. So it's similar to the answer that he gave uh, just before, at the beginning of the Sif Beis, but the Rebbe's going to be adding a very important point over here. He says, we must say that the Indian of Aselacha Teva, Kufa Dayer Shakima Yimshach He says, we must say that the idea of Aselacha Teva, it itself needs to take 120 years. Meaning, it's, it actually took him 120 years to build it. 
we were assuming, oh, it you know, should have just taken him five years to build a Teva. Why did it take him 120 years? So therefore, we have to give up, come up with different explanations. The Rebbe is saying is, no, 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 no. Hashem gave him the exact amount of time it would take him. It literally would take a person 120 years to build a Teva. The Rebbe is going to explain why it would take a regular person 120 years to build a Teva. So it says, in the words of Teva, he was doing it as fast as he can. As fast, doing it as fast as you can means it's going to take you 120 years. I, why did Hashem give him like a task that would take him 120 years? That's because he wanted them to see him to do, uh, see him building the Teva and, and he, and thereby they do Tshuva. Let's read, uh, and then, and thereby they see him building the Tshuva. The Teva will be doing Tshuva. Yeah, I understand that the Rebbe will address later, you know, why did Hashem give him the command in such a way that you have to take Take a, like you have to build something that will take 120 years. Why couldn't he got him to build something? Let's say it would be much quicker to build, and then just have it ready, you know, whatever. And they could um, ask him about this building that he has uh, on his front lawn. But we'll get to that in a moment. But the main point where we're trying to answer really at this point is the truth of Shemikra. We're not trying to explain why Hashem gave him the command. We're just ex- trying to explain what the command was. Our question was, Hashem gave him a command to build the Teva. Why is he taking 120 years? So the answer is because it takes 120 years to build the Teva. Very, very simple. Let's read it inside. You must say that the idea of building yourself a Teva, it itself takes 120 years. And this actually is implied in the Lashon of Rashi. He says, Why was he matriachim? In this building, it's he says, Rashi asks, why was he matrich himself to work on the table for such amount of time? So he explains, in order for the people to see him working on it. So Hashem lechatchila was matrich him in this building in order that the people should see him working on it. Meaning is, it wasn't that it was his own idea that let me take a long time, and therefore the people were saying. What we're saying is that Hashem initially gave him the Teva, and he wanted to build the Teva in order that the people should see him. So meaning is, it wasn't uh, the oif and how the mitzvah was given, and it was in a way uh, that they should see and ask. So it wasn't that he was Meirich, but rather Hashem gave him that mitzvah that it would take him such a long time, and thereby they ask him what's going on. So the question, of course, is why would it take him 120 years to build it? Our assumption at the beginning is it should take him just a few years. Now we're saying, oh, it's obvious it would take 120. What happened? So Abir Bezeb Pasha. So this is the Pshat. He says, Pirish Asei Lachat, Pshuto Shemikra, who? Asei Ata. Kedibre Barbanel, Asei Lachat, Klim Shenech, Ba'atzmoi Yasa Teva, Lo Yitzava, Lasei Sei Lacher. And it should see Bahaya Shenech, Yibane Yasa Teva, Ba'atzmoi. He says, the Pasuk says, Asei Lachat, you should make it yourself. Or Lachat means you should, you should make it yourself. As the Barbanel explains, that Noach himself was commanded to make the Teva. He wasn't commanded that he should have other people to do it. He was commanded that he had to make it himself. So now we know that Noach was obligated to build it. The And even more than that, not just that Noach had to also be involved in building the Teva, but the Rabbi Shav explains even more than that. That whenever the Torah uses an expression of a asay, a mitzvah, that you have to make something. Uh, for example, sukkas uh, and we'll explain that pasuk later on at the end of the sicha. It means that you have a mitzvah to build the sukkah. So whenever there's a mitzvah that says asay, you need to do it yourself, right? Similarly, by a sin, whenever it says by an avera expression of doing or not doing, really, then the Isser is only doing that particular thing. But if it happens because you caused it, but you didn't actually do it yourself. So the Isser is not having um, that particular Isser. Say the Isser is, um, is make, for example, um, cooking uh, meat and milk. So the Isser is to cook the eat and milk, not that you can't have in your possession meat and milk which was cooked together right uh, meat and milk which is cooked together is anyways you don't have any pleasure from it so you got to get rid of it but it's not an isra to own that the isra is to make it so if it was made let's say uh you know someone accidentally made it with your staff you didn't do an avir because you have it 
fact, um, it's only if you actually did it. So same thing where I'll there's something needed to be done, the Siyas Teva. Same thing in our situation regarding building the Teva. Since the command of building the Teva was that you should make it, so the mitzvah is the building itself. So therefore, Noyach had to build it all by himself, the entire build, building. Um, because the mitzvah is, it's called a mitzvah begufa. It's a mitzvah that you need to fulfill with your body and you can't give it to someone else. Uh, I, what about making a, a messenger? He says, according to Allah, you can't make a messenger for this. He says, even if you want to say, because uh, this is a, a, this is a debate by a Paiskin. That, but according to some place, you literally always need to do the mitzvah itself, yourself if it says the word say. But even according, if, even if you want to come up with the thing that says that, when it says say that you need to do it, it means you could also do it through a shliach because the shliach is considered literally like you. So if a shliach is doing it, it's considered as if you're doing it. Would, would not have been able to make the teva or appoint a shliach to build the teva because by ben noyach we don't have this idea of shluchos. But if now shluchos and on in the way that we, we're speaking about, that the shliach will be literally like you. Because as we said, by whenever it says I say, that means that you need to build it. So the only way to appoint a shliach to do it in your stead is if the shliach would be considered like you. Then it's like you did it yourself because the shliach is you. But ben noyach doesn't have that concept. Therefore, he cannot appoint a shliach to do it. So therefore, Noyach couldn't have appointed a shliach. He was a, he was a benoyach. Uh, he was a noyach. Therefore, he couldn't have appointed someone to do it in his place. Therefore, it's not a chiddush that even though Noyach fulfilled the mitzvah of Hashem, and he did it in the fastest way, and he did bezrizos, nonetheless, it still took 120 years. On the contrary, says it's a chiddush that it took. He had such a great building to do, and all it took him was 120 years or not more. Um, and the reason why it would take him 120 years to do that is because you have to remember there's a lot of he's doing it by himself, and this is a big building. So first of all, he has to plant all the cedar trees that he's going to need. So just planting, I don't know how long that takes, but that takes planting. Then you got to wait for it to grow, which can take years and years for these cedar trees to grow to a height um, that he needed. And then he has to cut them all down, and then he has to make the wood, and then he has to figure out some type of pulley system, because uh, doing it by himself, to pick, pick up these woods and place them one on top of another, or making sure that they're not falling down. And I don't even know how you would build such a thing on your own, to be honest, without having someone at least holding it for you. But uh, either way, the point is he had to make get all the materials by himself, um, and he also had to put everything together by himself. He had to make all the tools necessary for such a building, because most people probably wouldn't build boats on their own. So they probably didn't have tools for a one-man um, building boat, so you have to come up and invent tools. But we know already that Noyach was good at, at, at inventing tools. That's where we brought from Rashi that Rashi's gracious that Noyach was calmly because he was able to make different tools. So that was good at least. So this actually, uh, before we go on, that was really the first part of the Sikha. And uh, the first part of the Sikha, which was um, telling us that Noyach actually wasn't taking a long time he, he took his long, he was actually Bezuzus Gudela that he was able to do in 120 years. Now we're going to go to maybe the second part. In the words of the Ragachav, in different places, we find two svars about this mitzvah. Was the mitzvah building the teva, the act of building, or was the mitzvah that there had to be the, uh, there had to be the mitzvah of the teva? Meaning is that he had to have a table which was built. Not that he needed to build it, but the mitzvah was that you needed to have uh, a teva. So it could be that it depends on the reasoning. What the reasoning was for building the teva. So depending on what the reasoning is of building the teva, that would actually explain these two, that would be the way to know what the obligation is. Because if the purpose of the table was only to save Noyach and his family from the, 
from the Mabul, then the Pula, the act of building the Teva, didn't have any, that has no meaning. The whole purpose is that you need to have a Teva ready at the end of the, the, the 120 years, so you'll be safe. But the actual building had no purpose. So if the building had no purpose, and clearly, obviously the mitzvah was just to make sure they had a Teva at the end of that period, and anyone could have done it, not necessarily only Nayak. But if we say that the purpose of Nayak being involved with building the table was with the Kavana that the people should see him and ask him and maybe they'll do tshuva, then obviously the building itself is part of the mitzvah because the building was to get the people to do tshuva. Meaning is that Nayak had an obligation to build the teva for a very long period of time so people would ask him. So his obligation was actually in the building of it. Because the building itself was a very important part of the mitzvah, because it was to get the people to ask, why are you doing this? We can understand Rashi, uh, what the Rashi mentioned, uh, uh, mentioned earlier, that we asked that there's so many ways that Hashem could have saved um, Noyach and his family. So why did he make him and burden him with this building? And we said it is in order for people to see him and do tshuva. He says, but you look at the Arichus Lashani, Valam Hetrichu Binyanza, Barashi Levire, Shakusha in Iraq, Madura Bachar Kadesh Baruch, Ifen at Salah Zadafka, Ifen Achshar Rakatzala. He says, the question in this lengthy way of Rashi's writing it, why was he Matrichim with his building? Rashi's coming to explain that the question is not only why did Hashem choose to save him through a teva. Why, why is that not a question? This is not a great question. He says the natural way of saving someone when there's a flood is through a teva. This is also where Rashi doesn't even bring the expression that the Medrash uses. The Medrash asks this question differently than Rashi does. Medrash says, well, wasn't Hashem able to save him with his faith, with his words, or just to bring him up to Shemaim? I mean, Hashem could have saved him so many different ways. Why get him to make a teva? But Rashi doesn't ask that. Because that's understood, because the reasoning is, because that's, how are you saving yourself from a flood? Is by building the Teva. What is the main question that Rashi is asking? Question was, why did Neich on his own need to build the Teva? What was the Kavana, the building the Mitzvah, that the Binyan itself, and taking such a long time, 120 years, and he has to do it on his own, why was he him to do it all by himself? That's what Rashi's asking. Right? If, meaning is, if the whole purpose is just to save Nayach, why did he have to give him such a way that takes him 120 years? He had other people to join him. So therefore, therefore Rashi explains that the Tircha, the reason why he needed to build it was in order to get them to do Tshuva, and therefore it's understood why the Mitzvah is in the actual building of the Teva. We're going to look at R24. At R24, the Rebbe is just going to address an important question. Right? So we're saying, as we mentioned, that a selacha teva means that a noyach had to do it by himself. The Rashi says, why did he have to do it all by himself? And it took him 120 years. It was in order for them to see him, to do, to see him building it, and then he did tshuva. So the question is, yeah, but why did, if the whole purpose is just to get them to do tshuva, couldn't have Hashem done it in a different way? Couldn't have Hashem said, you know what, get your entire family, your friends, everybody can help you build the teva. Get it done, you know, within five years. And then everybody could pass by your house and they see the, the teva built. Then they'd ask, what's the purpose of this teva? And you could also give them the whole spiel. Why did he have to take it so long? So we know Neuch, our original question is answered, you know, why did Neuch take so long to build it? He didn't take long, we're saying. He, he did exactly what Hashem wanted and Hashem told him to do on his own. He listened. The question now is not why did he take so long. The question is how goofy, like why did Hashem give him the command in such a way? Hashem should have given him the command that would take him just a few years. They do it with other people. And then they could see it, the built, the te- built teva, and they'd also would do tshuva. So R24. He says the purpose of the building of the teva was not for the, to save him, but there's many ways Hashem could have saved him. Rather, the purpose of building the table was because there was an obligation on the individual. There was an obligation on Nayak to awaken them to do tshuva. Then Haramuvin Shukolzman Shitzarchlias Apula Ayuran Sarchlias Bulashashal Nayak Pinyanateva. He says it's understood since Nayak had an obligation 
to constantly be reminding them and be awakening them to do tshuva, therefore he always needs to be building the teva. Meaning is every day that he's building the teva and people are coming to ask him, then he's doing the mitzvah because building the teva was the way how he got people to ask him to do things. But he says, when you had already a built teva, hare, skip the parentheses for a moment, it's not an act that Neich was constantly doing. Meaning is, what really would, if Neich would have built it in five years, that means for those five years he was building and people were coming and he's actually involved in the tshuva process. But after those five years and he just has it in his front lawn and people are passing by and seeing the teva, he's not actually being involved in that mitzvah on a constant basis. People come, they ask, okay, then he'd be involved. But he's not, uh, he's not, you know, I guess he happened to be outside and knocks on his door. But when he's constantly being building and people are coming, that means he's constantly involved as a mitzvah. Not that he has it there. And every once in a while, someone might come to ask him, why is there teva there? So that's very important because they're saying, now let me know it's a chayvis agave. It was an obligation of life to get people to tshuva. That's why it had to be specifically in a way that would take him 120 years that he would be constantly involved in this process. Go back to the parentheses. And this is, of course, This is uh, also not similar to part of the part of the question would be how why it's taking him such a long time. Meaning is when people are passing by and they see he's building this teva all on his own, they're like, "Why are you building this on your own? You have three kids, you know. Why don't you get them to help you?" He says, "Oh, because I'm taking 120 years. Because that's part of the to me is not just having the teva." I guess part of the Tanya was coming on a daily basis and seeing him like uh, building it all by himself and it's taking him, you know, 30 years later, you come back again, you st- still see him working on it. That's part of the uh, Tamiya and part of the thing that's going to be like, what's going on over here? Okay. We know that Rashi comes to the same Shuta Shemikra. But what's the hafrach of their pshat that when it says a selacha teva, it was that Hashem was burdening him that Noah had to build a teva by himself. Right? We, we quoted a medrash that it took him 120 years. Um, and Rashi quotes that medrash, but, you know, really that's part of the question. Why did Noah have to take 120 years to build it? Where in the Pasuk do we see that it took 120 years? Why do we, where do we see in the Pasuk that he did it on his own and therefore it took him 120 years? Ubefrat Shakasha, Especially since it's hard to imagine one person building such a large teva, 300 amas on his own. And he says, you can't say it's because of the words that when it says a seilacha, seilacha, um, means he has to do it on his own. He says, not necessarily. Because we could explain it differently. Sometimes in the Torah, l'cha means for your sake. I say l'cha can mean build the table for your sake. And that's actually how the Radak learns it. Build the table for your sake meaning to save you. Right? We have lach l'cha by Avram Avinu. That he sh- you should go, we say for yourself, because here you're not going to have kids. But when you leave it uh, where you were and you go to Eretz Yisrael, Eretz Kanan, you will have kids. Or l'cha mish l'cha means it needs to belong to you. All right? Like we know by the Mishkan that they need to belong to the people, the, the stuff that they were given. But anyway, the point is, the could also mean that it belongs to you, or, uh, or we know by Lakak de Lachem, that the, by the Lul of an Esrik, it says Lachem, that means that the Lul of an Esrik needs to belong to the person. So also here, it could have just meant that the, the, the wood of the Teva needed to belong to Noach. So that can't be the, the Rayim Chrechas that it took him 120 years to build it, and he did it all by himself just because it says Lachem. Because that's, that's pretty crazy to say, as we mentioned that, Unless you have a strong proof, the assumption should be that he did build it with other people and it didn't take 120 years. So just having l'cha, that wouldn't be, you know, there's no other way of explaining it. We explain it much simpler. It means you're building for yourself and you don't have to, and he had many people and you don't have to come to that shot that it took him 120 years, which is very difficult to say. So what's Rashi's hachach? Why did Rashi have to explain it this way? So Rashi's hachach is, is from the way that the psukim are written. If you look at the order of the Psukim, it's clear what's going on. He says that Siva Yasiyas the Teva Nem because of Miyad Laacher Siper Hapuula Ubenigel the Dor Hamabo Kate Kalbasa Balafana Abihinim Ashkisim as Arts. He says the command to build the Teva comes right after the story um, regarding the people of the generation. That it says that the the the, 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 the end of all flesh is coming in front of me, 
uh, you know, because of all the bad things that they're doing, and I'm going to destroy the land. So that's what the first part of the parsha tells us about all the horrible things that they're doing, and Hashem decides to destroy the land. And then it tells us about building the Teva. The Koidim Apostle, and then only afterwards, it says, The Koidim Apostle, and this is the building of the Teva is actually said before. It said after about the various that they're doing, but it was before Hashem tells him how he's going to punish them. All we know is that he's going to destroy them, tells him to build the Teva, and then afterwards it tells us that he's going to bring a model. Therefore, Rashi learns that it says the Selech Teva, it's not only that you need the, uh, the Metzias, the, the, the body of the, of the Teva, the Nifa, that which is there already, in order that he'll be saved from the water. Rather, the act itself, the building, that is part of the mitzvah, and it's in on its own, because it's being used as the warning for the generation of the model. Meaning is, if it would have just been to save them, then it should have said they're doing bad. Hashem's going to destroy them through water. And then he tells Noyach to build the Teva. But why does he first say how, how they're doing everything bad? And then he comes to Noyach and says, you've got to build the Teva. So the implication is, because they're doing something bad, therefore you need to build the Teva. Why? why? What's the connection? It's because by building the Teva, you can get them to do true of all the bad things that they're doing. That would be the warning. And then only afterwards it says, that, oh, then there's going to be the marble. I guess if they don't do tshuva, basically, right? They see you're building the teva, and then they don't build, and they don't do tshuva after asking what's going on, then the marble's going to come. So that would just be the third thing. But, um, this again, maybe would be the third, like, uh, part of, uh, of the sicha. Now we're going to explain the difference of how Rashi explains the story on, in Chumash and how he explains it in the Shas. So we explain many times that the way how Rashi explains something on the Torah is not necessarily the same way he explains on the Shas. He says that even though Rashi's coming, always explains simple interpretation, explains interpretation, simple interpretation of the Shas, and he also, which is a limit, trying to figure out the halacha, and there's the pshuta shemikra, which he's trying to understand the simple interpretation of the psukim. He says there are two totally different ways of learning. Therefore, you can't ask a steer, oh, Rashi says in Chomish one thing, and he says in Shas another thing. You can't really ask that question because Rashi has two different purposes. In other words, like this. When Rashi's not coming to give his own opinion, uh, you know, of what the story, what happened in the story. What Rashi's just trying to do is he's trying to explain what it says in the text in front of him. So when he has the Chomish in front of him, he's looking at the Chomish, and he sees the text, and he says, based on the psukim and the things that I'm reading over here, this is what the Chumash is trying to say. And when he has the Gemara in front of him, he looks at the Gemara and says, based on what it's written over here, this is what the Gemara is, what this, what the Gemara is trying to say. He's not giving his own interpretation of what happened. He's just telling you what it says in the text that he's, that he's interpreting. Right? Therefore, since the Chumash has, the, the Rashi, the Chumash is a different safer than the Shast, and of course there will be different interpretations based on what he's explaining. So why would there be differences between the Gemara and Chumash? So it's very simple, because the Chumash, uh, Rashi, we're just tr- explaining what the Psukim are saying, right? We're looking at the Psukim and saying, what do these Psukim mean? So you read the context, you read the words, you read the Dukduk, and based on the reading of the Psukim, you come out with a certain story what happens. The Shas is not necessarily only trying to, he's not coming to explain the Pshut Shuk, so he's trying to figure out what the Halach is. So regarding to Halacha, there's different rules. It's not just trying to read the Pesukim and say, what's the most simplest way of learning the Pasuk, and that's what the Halacha is, because that's not necessarily true. Halacha has many different rules. First of all, we know that Halacha has traditions that come down from generation to generation. Right? When it says, it doesn't mean literally between your eyes, it means on your, on, on your head, in the area between your eyes. So it, it's, it's, there's a lot of traditions. For, second of all, there's also, we know that we have the Yud Gimel Midas of Rabbi Yishmael, the 13 Midas that we darshan Allah through, that we say every day in the morning. But that nece- not necessarily would be explained the Pshat. For example, we have Kalalu Pratu Kalalu, that when you have a general principle and then you have the details and then another general principle, so the rule is, um, it, it, it's coming to include anything which is similar. For example, it tells us that by the Mitzayra, he's supposed to, it tells us he needs to shave his hair uh, of his body. And then it gives you a bunch of examples. He has to shave his head and, and other spots on his body. And then it says that the, the, the Mitzayra needs to shave all, all, all the hair of his body. 
says the general idea of shaving all the hair, and then gives you a few examples, and then he gives you, uh, again, that he has to shave his head, his, his, the hair in his body. So if you're reading Pshutil Shemikra, again, it, it could be, I'm not saying this is what Rashi explains, but just throwing an example, you could just learn it, you know, gives you the general heading, which you're supposed to shave the hair. Then it gives you exactly what parts of the body you need to do. And then it gives you, again, at the end, the summary is that you need to shave the parts of the body. Right? But according to Allah, that wouldn't be correct. According to Allah, is that, and it gives you the, those examples aren't examples. It's actually, uh, sorry, they actually, it's not telling you specifically those are the only things, but according to Allah, we're saying it's, it's an example of anything which is similar to those items. For the Matsuri, it means that any part of the body which has, uh, hair is, uh, revealed, and there's a lot of it together, those are the parts of the body in the shape, but parts of the body, let's say the arms, where there's very little hair there, then you wouldn't need to, uh, shave it, or parts of the body where you can't see the hair, you wouldn't need to shave those parts either. So here's just an example that when you're reading the Pesukim itself, you don't need to explain it in that way. You could just explain it very simply. It's giving you a general heading, tells you exactly which parts you need to do, and then it gives you the summary at the end. While their halacha, we don't learn it that way. Their halacha has certain rules and traditions that we have how to learn the Pesukim um, and, and get the Pshat. So therefore, it's not really a question why Rashi and on the Torah is different than Rashi al-Shas. He says, Rashi writes that shame, sorry, that shame joined and helped Noyach build the table. So Rashi writes very clearly over there in Sukkah that Noyach was, sorry, that shame was involved with Noyach building the table. So it wasn't just Noyach on his own. So therefore, Medayka Rabbitshav Hashem, Pirush Rashi Zem, Mokrach, the Mitzvah, Havi Mitzvah, Lehabinyan, Hepecha Elam, the Pirush, the Rashi Latera. And the Rabbitshav approves from this Rashi that the Mitzvah must be having the Teva, not the building of it. Because since Shane helped Noyach build the Teva, obviously the Mitzvah wasn't for Noyach to build it, but just that they needed to have the, 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 the Teva built, which this is, of course, opposite of how we've been explaining Rashi. In Siddhala, that it was important for Noyach himself to build it on his own, and therefore take a very long time, so people would come and ask him, and be ma'ayar to do tshuva. So it seems like a, a difference of pshat in these two places. So why does Rashi give different pshatim, pshatim different ways? And the reason, of course, is because, as we're going to show, Chumash is trying to do one thing, and the is trying to do another thing. He says, There's no hint in the psukim that, that shame helped him. Read the psukim very simply. Where does it say anything about shame helping Naya? It just tells us about the command that Shem telling Naya to build the table. It doesn't say anything about shame. It just mentioned that shame is one of his kids. That's it. Adrav, he says, on the contrary, it says that Naya built it, did everything that God commanded he did. And the implication is, according to Shitzh Rashi, is that he did it on his own. It doesn't say Naya and shame did everything God commanded. It's Naya did it. This also fits according to the hemshek, the 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 um the continuation of the, the 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 lineup of events, as we mentioned earlier. As we proved earlier, this that the mitzvah build the teva was mentioned right after discussing all the destructive things that the people were doing, and Hashem wanted to destroy them because of that. And therefore, we said that obviously the mitzvah is from him to build it in order to get them to tshuva. It's clear, as we said earlier, that this this is part of the union that he has to build it himself to get them to tshuva. And this we also find the midrashi teira. We had different places that they say this very clearly that the building of the teira was or to get the people to do tshuva. Meaning is the the building itself was a mitzvah. But on Shas, Rashi is just explaining what comes out according to what the Gemara wrote, meaning as the halacha. What does the Gemara over there write? And you, once you see what the Gemara writes, you can see why Rashi explains it in that particular way. He says, The Shas, it says that Noyach HaTzadik was rebuking them and telling them to do tshuva. He says it doesn't connect it at all about the idea of building the Teva. All it says was that Noyach was, you know, telling them to do Tshuva, uh, and it doesn't talk about the building of the Teva at all at, at that point in the Gemara. 
But if you continue going on the Gemara, later on, it tells you another thing that Amr Zakin Teva Zulama and Amr Lamakadish Baruchu. Only after he read rebukes him, he says that Zakin came to him and he says, Why do you have this thing? So Hashem tells, so he tells him because Hashem is going to destroy the world. So he says, From that wording, it actually doesn't say, Why are you being misastic or why are you working on this thing? It says, What is the purpose of this Teva? Right, so it wasn't even the building of the teva; it was the mitzvah teva. So that would imply that the teva was already built when they came to ask him to do that. And Beis in Muskemur Shasisa Teva Nimshach Kuf Chachan also doesn't say in the Gemara that the building of the teva took 120 years, like it does in the Medrash. So the Gemara doesn't mention anything about; um, doesn't connect the two things together. When the Gemara does mention about a story about a zakin coming to Noyach and asking about the teva, it, it implies that the teva was already built. It says Teva Zoo. And also doesn't mention anything, it doesn't say that it took him 120 years. Look at R37. He says in Yisrael Mizu, Mehemshech Agmar Sham, Shainayi Chatzayich Mechiyach Haisa, Mahayim Avazin Haisai, Amrulai, Mashmasha, Teichach Hashulai, Haisikim Mifneyatzmai, Lefnei, Shaimrulai, Tevazulama. He says even more than that from the continuation of the Gemar, on the next page, it tells you another uh, uh, idea. It says that Nayuch was rebuking them. And he says, after, and what happened as he was rebuking them? They reply to him and say, well, what are you doing? They, they reply and they make fun of him, saying, why are you building this, 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 this teva? So it implies, A, that he rebuked them first. And also, when they were asking him about the teva, it wasn't, it wasn't like out of curiosity. It was in a way to make fun of them. It implies, the main point is point one, that the teva came on its own, and it was before they even asked about the teva. He was already telling them and rebuking them. So clearly from the Gemara, it's, the Toichacha wasn't connected necessarily, it was, was not connected to the building uh, of the Teva. It was either an Indian on its own, and, at some, and sometimes, the, uh, you know, by, at least by the Zakin, it was about already built Teva, but definitely not about the building, so it wouldn't have needed to take 120 years. Therefore, that's the proof. Rashi understands the way that Gemara is learning that the building of the Teva was only for the sake of saving him. And therefore the act of uh, waking the people to do tshuva was a thing on its own which was not connected to the building of the Teva. Right, the mitzvah was to build, was having the Teva. That's the outcome. Therefore, he didn't need to build it on his own. He could have had other people helping him, which was shame, uh, etc. So clearly, we see that a court, the Shas had a different tradition about what occurred. Um, the Rebbe does not explain how the Shas would learn the Pshutish But again, that's not the purpose of the Shas, to learn the Pshutish so in the Gemara, A, we can say that this was the tradition that they received, or they could have had a different way of learning the, the, the psukim and the hemshech of why the psukim were written in this way. Meaning it could have been different halachic, you know, why was this next to this? It could have been a halachic reason, which I don't know the Suya well enough to tell you, but there could have been other reasons why it needs to be written in that format to teach us different halachas or teach us different things. Rashi gives one way. Why is it tell, why are they together in this way? Why is, Noyach building Teva before uh, talking about the Mabel, that was to Ma'ira them in Shuvah. That's one way. The Gemara could have had, uh, you know, obviously had a different way of explaining why it was written in that particular way, Alder Chalacha. Okay, and again, maybe just, to, maybe this is obvious, but just to point out, the, the there are, there are many, as we know, there's Shivan Pan and Latayra. There's many different ways of explaining an Inyan and Taira. So this that you have arguments or different ways of explaining the same idea. That's part of the Torah. Hashem is infinite. Therefore, there could be infinite ways of explaining the Torah. Hashem is not limited to have uh, the Chumash or the Torah explained in one way. There's many different levels and many different ways of explaining it. And um, as we know, even Halacha, which is Beis Shammai says one thing, and Beis Hill says another thing, it has to do with the source above. Beis Hill comes from the idea of Chesed, Beis Shammai comes from Gura. Same thing here. We have, we know that the Talmud comes from Oilam Abriya. We have the Tzipur HaTorah, uh, I think, come from Oilam Asiyah. So the different ways, and depending on what the source of that limit is, there's different ways of looking at the Torah, and each one has its place, and of course has its importance in our Vajisasha. Zayin, Oyi So another way of explaining this. All right, so the first way is Ataka, they're, 
the, it's the Gemara and Rashi has a different way of explaining it in the Shas than, than, than in the Chumash. But now we're going to say maybe Rashi actually explains it both ways the same. Let's read this. Rashi Another way of explaining it is that even Rashi Lashas learns the, the mitzvahs to build the teva, not just having a teva. But he holds like the opinion of certain poiskim that a ben noyach is allowed to make a shliach uh, like himself, uh, which we earlier we said is um, that that there is no such thing. But over here we're saying maybe Rashi does hold us such an idea. If there ever brings in Ha'ara, uh, looking at some of the things, yeah, R39. That could be that before Matan Torah, that everybody had the category of a Ben Noyach, you know, everybody was equal, then there could have been a Shlichus from one person to the next, meaning is it could have been a different halachic ramifications before the Torah was given, that even a Ben Noyach could make another Ben Noyach a Shliach. Therefore, it could be that Nayak being involved with building a teva would have been considered as Nayak himself built it because he was a shliach. Rashi explains according to the simple interpretation that when Hashem gives a command to a person to do something, you can't get a shliach to do this, as the Rebbe explains in another place. So, meaning is, God gives you a command. You don't get, you know, you're making someone else do the mitzvah for you. That's not the simple way of learning. Hashem gave someone to do the mitzvah. That means he's supposed to do it. Right? This is another example, I guess, of the difference. Right? Simple learning. Hashem told him to do it. You're going to ask someone else to do it. But then the halacha, we have certain principles that, yes, a shliach sometimes, the chidish, a shliach could be considered like you yourself. I was a shliach. You are not a shliach. A shliach is not you. But halachically, we, we do have these concepts. Which are either, you know, learned sometime Allah Sina, they're passed down to generation generation, or they're learned out from Sukkim. Uh, but either way, it wouldn't be the simple interpretation. So therefore, Nayah had to build on himself. The Urfa Rashi on the Khumish uh, tells us it took 120 years and he built it on his own. While Shas um, it took him less than 120 years because he had help. I he had to do it on his own. Shame was like doing it on your own because um, he was helping him, because he was a Shliach. Fine, Chas. We've explained many times that all the Prushim in one Pasik have a connection each to each other. So in our Pasik, it says you should make it. So we explained that the beginning, means that you have to do it on your own. The Ragachava gives another Pshat, Lacha can mean from your own property. That Noyach needed to build the table from his own uh, property. And this, we'd say, connects what we said earlier. That when it says Lecha that he needed to build it on his own, that the building, the essential building of the table was a mitzvah, is connected to this idea that he also had to build it with his own property. And before we get to that, we're going to point out that similar to this expression about the teva, we also find by Nehemiah to the sukkah, it also says this idea of skip the parentheses for a moment, So therefore, we're going to first compare and also differentiate between these two mitzvahs, and then we can get back to uh, the lacha, the two interpretations of lacha. Let's go to the parentheses. So why are they so similar? He says, These two ideas, the sukkah and the teva, have a connection between them, as explained in chassidus. That the sukkah is similar to Tevas Noyach, because both the sukkah and Noyach, their idea, the idea of both of them is peace. Tevas Noyach called me Nechais Yachat. Afpikin Darsham Matzus or Sharasham Matzus Shalom. Mena Matzus Dela Yirulei Shchusu. The Tevas Noyach had all different wild animals together. Nevertheless, they lived there in a situation of peace. It was similar to the time of Mashiach, where it says that the, all the animals will be together, and they won't do bad to one another, and they won't destroy each other, right? The, uh, the wolf will lie with the lamb. The sukkah's idea of peace, as it says, you should spread upon us your, your sukkah of peace, 
And Chazal even tells that all Yidin are able to live in one sukkah. So all Yidin are able to live in one sukkah, that's obviously a situation of peace where everybody, and especially according to what we learned in the previous Sichon on Sukkot, that part of living in the sukkah is that it's literally like your own home. So that means all Yidin are able to live in the same place as if they were all the Balabatim. You know, they're all the owners of that home. Um, so that's very impressive. Behine. These inyanim that we mentioned early in the teva, that alach etzim binyan teva mitzvah, that building the teva is a mitzvah, and bei shetzarach liyas asay lacham shlocha, that you need it needs to come from your property. You need to own the sukkah, sorry, the teva. Gimel shetiva hanifal heisetzarach atzar, and the purpose of the teva was the outcome of the teva was that it was to save the nachlas family. But since the gemara is gaming in a sukkah, we find these three ideas also by the sukkah. Alach etzim asiyas sukkah mitzvah. Building of the sukkah was a mitzvah. According to Yisham, you're actually supposed to make a bracha because the building is a mitzvah. We don't pass in that way. We don't make a bracha but that's for a different reason. As the Reb points out the Ars, the altar says um, it brings it out uh, 47, 48 that brings from the altar Rebbe that even building the sukkah is the hascholas mitzvah, is the beginning of the, uh, uh, the beginning of the mitzvah. The only thing is that we have a rule that when you have different parts of the mitzvah, you don't make the bracha until you're until you're finished the mitzvah, right before you finish it. So therefore, since the asiyah is just the beginning of it, we only actually make the bracha because the ikr mitzvah he says is the sitting in the sukkah. So once you're actually sitting in the sukkah, then we say the bracha of, uh, of um, the ish of the sukkah, and we say the shachiyano only once we're actually in the sukkah. Anyways, but the point is, it's definitely part of the mitzvah is building the sukkah before it should be done by, possible at least by the person himself. But we don't make a uh, bracha on it. The sukkah we know needs to belong to you. You're not allowed to sit in a stolen sukkah. Um, you are, but if you do borrow it, that is considered like yours. And we'll get back to that. Borrowing makes it considered like yours. But you're not, if you steal a sukkah, you know, you steal a sukkah mobile, for example, you wouldn't be Yitzhi. The purpose of the sukkah is to remind us that in order for us to know all the generations later that Hashem put the Yidin in sukkahs when he left Mitzrayim, which wore the clouds of glory, which surrounded us and protected us from uh, the sun and the, the heat. So similarly, we make this sukkah, which, which is made for shade. Meaning is it has to protect us from the heat. But nonetheless, we do find the difference between them. But the teva needs to be specifically done by Nach, or even, or at least Rashi, according to the second way of learning the Gemara, that he was a lot of shame helping him. That's only because he was a shliach who was literally like him. Even though it's a mitzvah, but others are allowed to help you, or others are allowed to help you do it, um, you would still fulfill the mitzvah. The teva literally need to come from Nayak's property. It is teva's Nayak. That's what it's called. But we know that a barred sukkah works, because when you bar the sukkah, that makes it as if it's yours. So by sukkah, we have this added idea of peace that it's literally yours when you borrow it. So why is that different? So we see that they're similar, but there's this added element of shalom, of having other individuals involved by the sukkah, which we don't have by teva. So you test. This has to do, this is connected to the general involvement of the general veda of neach and the mabal. We'll first mention the zayr, which explains the veda of neach, and then we'll, ex- we'll see the difference. He says, There's a difference between and other tzaddikim was that Neich did not daven for the people's generations. Uh, therefore, it's, the water is called Meinayach. Why would you call it Meinayach? That doesn't seem like a very flatter, flattery, um, it's not flattering Neich by calling these destructive waters the Meinayach. So that Zayar tells us because it was because of him. The waters are dependent on him because he didn't, uh, you know, he's got somewhat response because he didn't daven for the world. 
the generations that came afterwards, we know that Tzadikim, like Moshe Rabbeinu, when they, after the Eden did the Avera of the Eagle, he says, if not, if you don't forgive them, then erase me from your Sefer. Meaning he was willing to go on Messer Snapesh, did Davin for them. The Lachar Yesh Lahakshis, our Amru Chazab and Kanal, Shanecha Chichs Beneder, Ireland Chuva, our Shamats Beneder and Negeola, he came to do a Lais Baalayim, like our Alayim Rachim, and as Shaila is, we know that Nayach did rebuke the people of his generation. He was trying to get them to Chuva. So it's very funny. He's trying to get them to Chuva, but he never bothered to Davin on them, Davin for them. If you if you you care enough to try to admire them to do tshuva, why don't you care enough to also daven for them? Rabir b'ze, teichachasei shal nayach beikra loy hoisim tzad misiris hanefesh shalei over anchei darmabel alfei lekaim tzivah shem. The rebuke of nayach, the main rebuke that nayach was given, was not because of his misiris nefesh that he had for the people of his generation. It was it was rather the main purpose was to fulfill the command of Hashem. Shem told him that you're supposed to build a table in order to get these people to do tshuva. So, of course, that's what he did. But he didn't, it didn't come because he cared about the people. When he said, that came not because of the command of Hashem, that came because of his love for the Jewish people. Therefore, Hasidus explains that Neich did not give himself completely over to the rebuke and the warning, and, and, and enough that it would actually awaken them to do tshuva. It's like amazing. After 120 years, he didn't get anybody to do tshuva. It was literally just his family that came into the deva. So why was that? So Hasidus explains because he never really put himself into it. He wasn't really trying to get them to do tshuva. It was only because he was trying to fulfill the command of Hashem, and the people can, I guess, feel that that he didn't really didn't have that care. Therefore, he did daven with the Messias Nafesh, like Moshe Rabbeinu, the daven on, on his people. So never adds this point with the Messias Nafesh. Maybe the Rebbe is trying to say that maybe he davened. He did care. It wasn't that he was a tzaddik, he was a thumb. He probably davened. But the point was, he didn't daven with the Messias Nafesh. That didn't. It wasn't with the Messias Nafesh, like Moshe Rabbeinu, that he was saying, Im ayim enough. You know, If you don't save the people that are of the Mabel, then don't save me either. That he, he never did. And therefore, for his davening was reflected that he didn't have him with that level of uh, care. Um, by Moshe Bain, we know the Matzah B'nai Israel was rarely relevant to him. And so, so much so, he, want, he said it should happen to him. He was moist enough for them, saying that uh, if not, you should erase me from the Sefer. This is also the difference between the, the Teba of Noyach to the Sukkah. Noyach did not daven for the people of his generation. That also has expressed itself in how the table was built. The, the, the size of the table was only enough for his family. It wasn't enough for the people of his generation. And also that's the reasoning why we have those two differences between the sukkah and the teva. It says that the sukkah had to be, the teva, I'm sorry, had to be only built by him. You can't have anybody else helping. And it had to be specifically from his property. All these ideas are expressing how Neuch was only really saving himself. It was, the table was big enough for the people, only for his family. It had to be his property. He was the only one building it. It was all about saving himself. Uh, but after the Matan when the Yidin became uh, one Sibur, one congregation, so there's Brahman Yishalmi, whatever brings it in the bottom, that they were like one body. Especially after they went to Eretz Yisrael. And then we know that each Yid is a guarantor for his fellow Jew. That if you have to, if you see, you have to help another Yid do a mitzvah and prevent another Yid from doing an avera. There's, there is an obligation there. And become one identity, an internal identity that all Yidin, it's relevant what your friend is doing. So by Yidin, we're saying after Matan Torah, we aren't just about ourselves. It's about all of us. Befrat, the mitzvah shvehem, 
this is especially true by mitzvahs where the idea of achdus is revealed, like the mitzvah of sukkah, which the whole idea of sukkah we says is shalom. Therefore, it's possible that an act of a mitzvah of one yid could be uh, considered as if he himself did it. Therefore, also the sukkah of your friend is considered as if it's yours, because we're literally like one body. So by sukkah, we're saying, hey, you know, it's better to build it yourself, but if your friend builds it, it's, it's, it still works. It's still considered that you built it, right? And also, even if you didn't, it's not even your sukkah, it's your friend's sukkah. Right? You didn't build it, it's not even for you but he lends it to you and he gives you permission to use it, then it's literally like yours. How could that be? It's because since we're all like one body, therefore we all, uh, therefore we have this added idea of shalom, which we do not find within the table.